Welcome to the Sugar Science Podcast, where our mission is to highlight and connect researchers in the type 1 diabetes space. I'm Monica Wesley, your host for today's podcast. And today I have the distinct pleasure of speaking with Dr. Wendy Wolf from the T1D Exchange in Boston. Welcome, Wendy. Thank you for having me. Let's talk a little bit about your scientific background. How did you get interested in type 1 diabetes research? Yeah, I started my graduate school training at Northwestern University in Chicago as a molecular biologist. And as I was wrapping up my my studies there, um, there became an opportunity to launch a new study at Northwestern's hospital. And that was really based on the patient population there and asking them to join a study that linked their electronic medical record data to um, their DNA samples for genotype phenotype studies. And it sounded like a a fascinating opportunity at the time. So I I took that role and was there eight years and had the fantastic opportunity working with colleagues across the United States who had launched similar studies at their institutions. And in fact, one of our our first studies focused on uh, genotype phenotype analysis in, in type two diabetes. So that kind of set me on my early uh, diabetes trajectory. And then you came to Boston. What happened then? Right. So I I joined Boston Children's Hospital in 2010, and it was a good uh, opportunity for my husband and I to kind of shake up our our career and consider a move with our, our young kids. And the role at Boston Children's was fantastic. It was really to set up new um, biobank infrastructure for the investigators at the institution. So freezer farms, which we've now all seen pictures of, and IT infrastructure, as well as launch a new study based on the, the patient population at Children's. And, you know, I spent five years there and it was a fantastic time, learned, learned a lot and also um, had the opportunity to have a joint appointment with Harvard Medical School as an instructor at the time. Um, so that that was that was a great experience. Yeah, that's great. So you really had the experience of building this sort of repository in a way, right, at Children's. And also, you you know, interacting with students always keeps things fresh in terms of your knowledge base, I guess. And so that seems really fun. But then you joined T1D Exchange, which is a really targeted mission. And I mean, what brought you sort of what brought you to uh, T1D Exchange and um, this new position or that you have there, the VP of the registry? Yeah, so I joined T1D Exchange in in 2015, and at the time, I'd spent my entire career in large academic medical centers and was really looking for something that was a little bit different. And so I was attracted to the notion of, you know, working at a a small mission-driven organization that focused on on type one diabetes, which is, you know, it's very humbling to work with colleagues who live with type one day to day. And, you know, felt like I could, I could make a difference at this organization. Yeah. And I'm sure they were super happy to have you as well. I mean, you had this really great sort of a deep level of understanding about building repositories and what that takes and how to really collaborate and bring these different materials and resources together. So a great combination. What can you um, tell me about the T1D registry? Let's do a little deep dive on it. You know, what is it? Who's involved? How does it work? 
Sure. So the T1D exchange registry is, is really a longitudinal study to collect data from individuals living with type 1 throughout the U.S., it really has no age limit. So you can join as an adult, you can, you know, enroll a child participant. And really the goal is to sort of uh, continue to collect data on people's management and outcomes uh, with type one over time. We know that we can't change and can't improve on things we can't measure. True. And so, and so this is really why we're focused on this particular space. And we launched the registry in uh, 2019. So we we're coming up on our, our two year anniversary shortly. And, Fantastic. you know, we're really just starting to build the data set. And, and while we do, you know, we're thinking about ways to leverage the cohort and sort of keep them engaged over time, because that's what's really critical to, to build sort of the space of knowledge so that we can improve outcomes. Yeah. And I can see you're in a very interesting place with T1D Exchange. You're interfacing between actually the patients and the researchers or clinical, you know, academic or clinical researchers. And so you're kind of serving both. That takes different skill sets, and it's very admirable that uh, T1D Exchange has been very, uh, you know, skilled at this. I wondered, you know, can you elaborate a little bit more on what are the benefits to the clinical researchers and academic PIs? Sure. So I can say that the, you know, while we build the the overall data set, um, we recognize that registry participants are are really engaged and motivated. Um, they want to know about other research opportunities in the type one space and participate if they're eligible. So I think one of the things that we can offer to the research community, you know, even today is promoting research studies to the cohort. Um, we've had great success with that so far. We've, we've done, you know, maybe five or so promotions and Fantastic. the response rate um, from our population is, is great. And anything that we can do to make research faster is really only beneficial to the entire community. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really great. I mean, it's almost like a matchmaker, right? And you, so you, by matching these um, people who are interested in participating uh, and those who are eligible in participating with the researchers that need participants, you really do accelerate science. I wondered if you can talk about, you know, what, what you do each year, you can, you consider several academic studies for study recruitment and what is the, the typical cost for the research? Yeah. When we, when we promote research studies or, you know, sort of clinical trial awareness and recruitment opportunities, um, each year we consider several academic studies for, for recruitment efforts. Obviously, we'd love to sort of help everyone, but we don't, don't have the bandwidth to do that. And then, you know, there are costs involved in us sort of promoting a, a study to, to the cohort. And so generally access to a registry-based promotion requires a minimum investment of $10,000. And that really offsets some of our, our costs. Yeah, very reasonable, I think, um, in terms of the, you know, you can, most scientists have that within their grant budget or their funding budget, and they can build that in. And then they can, uh, you know, the expedition of the clinical trial, just using your resources is very valuable. So it seems very reasonable. I wondered, um, 
is there's, you know, is there anything else we want to talk about, like the sort of the future plans uh, of T1D in terms of its offering to researchers? So I would say the in terms of the registry, the the other thing that would be good to note is that we do anticipate sponsored research opportunities. So we will have the ability to deploy different surveys to the registry cohort or subsets of the cohort. And hopefully that will be a capability that we'll be able to launch in, in this year. So I would say that that's one thing um, within the registry realm. That's coming. Yeah. And I, I just want to just sort of add this, that uh, we in our discussions with many scientists who are working on sort of the artificial pancreas and those kinds of technical solutions, I can just see the value here with T1D exchange because, you know, the environmental input or the, the patient input is invaluable in that, in, in that realm, because, uh, you know, you, we've spoken to several of these scientists. They're like, yeah, we can build it, right? We have this hypothetical when we build it, but then we really need people to use it. And, and we have to understand how it is that they're using. So I can see that maybe T1D exchange would be a perfect place for those types of scientists to come and use your resources. And I would uh, encourage them to do so. So, you know, T1D exchange, you know, it's an online community. It's a platform for individuals living with type one diabetes, members of their support network, clinicians, members of academia and industry. And can you just comment on how many uh, subscribers and how many active users you have? Sure. So we have over 28,000 active users or subscribers within our community. And it's a great platform for learning more about the programs within the exchange, including our, our quality improvement collaborative, which is doing fantastic work. You can read more articles about this space, get invites to our webinars. There was just a fantastic one on health inequities yesterday, as well as to, you know, learn more about the day-to-day life of people living with type one via our questions of the day that really seek to get kind of quick pulse insights on our members who respond. And so that could be you know, hundreds of people responding to a given question any day. That's fantastic. It's an incredible resource. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for all that T1D Exchange is doing. And we look forward to seeing you grow and uh, reach more people and more scientists and continue to accelerate research in the space. Thank you so much, Monica. I want to give a couple of uh, shout outs to my colleagues who are huge registry supporters. You know, obviously I can't I can't conduct the study on my own. So thanks to all of them. But most important to to the registry participants for their willingness to share their data and their their experiences with us. Without them, we wouldn't really be able to build this data set to improve outcomes for the whole type one community. So thank you so much to everyone who has joined. And thank you, Monica, for the opportunity to talk today. Oh, well said. Thank you so much. We just wish you guys all the best.